0: From the heart of Dubai, where tomorrow is being built today to the world. Welcome to the CTO Show with Mehmet. Here, we redefine technology and reimagine possibilities. With Mehmet, delve into the riveting realms of AI, cybersecurity, and digital technology experience the thrilling highs and lows of startups immerse yourself in the spirit of entrepreneurship and witness the future of business innovation being written in real time now without further ado let's tune in and explore the future
1: hello and welcome back to a new episode of the cto show with Mehmet today i am very pleased to have with me asha joining me from london uh, Asha, thank you very much for being on the show today. The way I like to do, I don't do any introduction about the guests because I think everyone should introduce themselves. So, can you please let us a little bit more about you and what you do?
2: Sure. Uh, thank you, Mehmet, for having me on this really awesome show. Um, I, you, uh, but right now, I am the CEO founder of a Big ABR technology company with a real kick-ass uh, uh, mobile application product called Sparky. Prior to this, I used to be an investment banker and a private equity professional. So I worked for over 15 years with firms like KPMG, Ernst & Young, and Actis. And um, entrepreneurship is what I learned at Ernst & Young. Um, as, um, as an innovator, I think I, I am a sort of, uh, developed innovator, um, not by choice, by chance, um, because what, is, what, what sort of happened is in all the work that I kept doing, um, they all happened to be transactions or deals, which had no precedence before. So they all had to be sort of developed and scratch, and uh, there was no cookie cutter model to be used, so as to speak. So innovation has sort of become a way of life with me and, uh, So today I stand at a place where I have a design register uh, in EU for for my uh, mobile application uh, product. And I have a patent pending in the US. I have lived in uh, three countries, um, six, I mean, I don't know how many, six, seven, eight cities, gone to uh, 11 schools. So um, I'm quite comfortable living out of a suitcase and being on the move. Um, Nice. I, I, I hope I've given a fair enough introduction about myself.
1: Fair, fair enough and very inspiring, I would say, because maybe you touched base a little bit on it and you mentioned, you know, the transition, but, you know, there is a moment that I'm sure, like, it, because it happens to everyone, like, you know, and you say, you know what, I'm going gonna, gonna to go full-fledged on the entrepreneurship. Like, you mentioned, like, EY where, you know, you felt it, but what was really the motive behind doing the transition for you?
2: Um, And look, quite honestly, I think it was, it was to do something a little bit, uh, it was, the idea was, look, investment banking, private equity, all these things, they give you a lot of money, but um, not necessarily the joy that you need at a certain point in time. So I wanted to do something where I could create positive impact with what I was doing. Um, Something which is a little meaningful, generates positive impact, obviously results in a lot of money for myself. Uh, but overall, we end up doing something meaningful, creating a legacy of sorts, and, um, and, and more importantly, doing it in a way that, that, uh, that you can sort of have a little bit more control about, over. Um, because here, the thing is, when you want to do something innovative, innovative innovation by its meaning means doing something differently. And when you're doing something differently, uh, it's not necessary that everyone gets what you're trying to do. So it's far easier if you're an entrepreneur to sort of do innovation than if you're in a very large structured organization where there are processes to be followed.
1: Hmm. Yeah, it's it's exactly, you know, the same way I I thought about it, like, and I like when you touch space, like, you know, of course, you can do a lot of money sometime when you are in the corporate world and then you do the shift. So really, it's, it's nice. So now talking a little bit about, you know, your current venture. So what yeah. inspired you to explore the behavior design and lead to the development of Sparky mobile app? Um, well,
2: this actually happened during, during COVID. Um, and what I was um, doing was I was originally working on, on, a, uh, on a concept uh, for which I needed a delivery solution. And in trying to figure out the delivery solution, I actually came up with a standalone product, which is Sparky. So Sparky is basically a digital calendar. And uh, it's, it's designed for the 21st century for a mobile first world. Um, And and it sort of addressed a lot of pain points which were experienced during COVID. The fact that um, a lot of people were uh, needed digital, um, needed to embrace digital in a very positive way. Um, It it, uh, also bought sort of uh, uh, bought into perspective the fact that Apple and Google Mm -hmm. calendars and Outlook calendars, which are there, were never designed as standalone products from a behavioral Mm -hmm. angle. They were just Mm -hmm. accompaniment, I mean, emails were developed. And calendar were just something which was a ancillary, which it was an ancillary to the calendar. And really no attention was paid to it. It wasn't designed grounds up. It's just there. It's the same format which has been followed by, you know, for the last hundreds of years. And these were products which are essentially designed for workplaces, created for workplaces designed for desktops, which were then force-fitted onto laptops and onto mobile handsets, right? Mm-hmm. So now when when, when when COVID comes and you're able to sort of see things with a very different perspective and through different lenses, what it brought about was the fact that this is such a small area, it's a calendar, but it's neglected. For some reason, people yeah. have tried and not really built it up behaviorally because and they couldn't also, quite honestly, COVID has lent, led to a sort of behavioral divergence in, in the way people think, way people behave, what they want, what they need. So anyway, everyone, everything needed to be redone, ground up, you know, based mm-hmm. on a new business model. All the old data that we have is useless. I mean, it's junk, essentially. And so when you look at that, um, that's, that's sort of the genesis or the origin for Sparky, that it's, it's a behavioral design. Uh, which is um, which, which? Sort of uh, 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 leads the dwell, uh, the user to develop success traits. It is positive wellness. Um, uh, it is environmental friendly. It is job accretive. Um, it leads to productivity and efficiency, and obviously with it comes positivity, happiness, balance of life, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but that would make it seem like a very medicinal product. So the real, the other way of looking at it is that it's a real fun, cool, cool product which goes on the same shelf as Instagram. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: That's, I mean, that's what we're pulled. Um, I pulled over um, close to about, I think, 500 people across Europe and US, various, uh, mm-hmm. um, a very diverse uh, base. And this is the feedback that they have all unanimously given that they see this as a product, which goes on the same shelf as Instagram. Uh, mm. not, uh, they don't see Outlook or Google, uh, calendars. They don't see themselves putting it there, but they say, I'll put TikTok, I'll put Instagram and I'll put Sparky all in the same line. Um, and on the line above, which I don't use, but maybe my grandparents or my parents may use would be facebook twitter and whatsapp mm
1: mm-hmm.
2: so yeah. that's that's sparky. that's what it's about
1: that's that's nice and, you know and um, i love this blending when you know you, you, you fix something which is too much uh, work oriented which is the calendar boring and as you said and i like the way you described what they took the design of desktop and they put it into a you know small screen and, yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks very, you know, now we, the one while you are describing it, I'm just realized. Yeah, it looks sometimes ugly, <laughs> you know, the way the way it is designed. And if you can add the social aspect to it, it becomes, you know, like very good. Now, yeah. so, uh, so you mentioned to me like when we were like just chatting before, like about, you know, the, the patent, right? So can you explain yeah. a little bit of the innovation behind that and uh, the patented technology?
2: Yeah, sure. Uh, um, I can, I can. Um, the patent, which, uh, which has reached a pending status, so there's a patent pending uh, in the U.S., and that is on design and on process. Uh, I had also filed for a provisional innovation patent, uh, which I Excellent. then withdrew. Um, and so the simple reason that I was told that, uh, well, while you want to create impact, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all those things, um, you will also have to divulge a lot of your secret sauce in a patent um, uh, uh, disclosure document, which, which is a public document. Um, which uh, so, from a commercial perspective, if you if you intend to make money from uh, the product usage. Then maybe you okay. don't want to fight for an innovation patent. Uh, a design and process patent, you can. Uh, yeah. So that's one. Um, the second uh, uh, thing is the um, so it's a design and process patent. And um, uh, in, in EU, I already have the design registered. In US, it's, it's under process. And what it essentially does, without getting into too much detailing, is it covers the um, look, the design of the app is such that it's energy efficient. It results in uh, generating positive wellness, uh, efficiency, productivity, as well as developing success traits for the users. And that's all part of the design, which leads to it. So I'll give you a simple example. Um, when, when you look at the app, so when you talk about happiness and balance of life and all those sort of things, if you open the app um, and you take a look at it, now, you mentioned when you look at your Google calendar, or whatever it's like a horrendous thing, right? Um, and what a lot of people tell me is it's a color coded mess. Busy uh, people, when they see their schedule, they say, we see a color coded mess in front of us, and it's very stress inducing. So, on Sparky, the way it works is it's the design works in such a way um, that, in fact, 100% of the people we call said that. The same task list, when they view it on a Google calendar and they view it on Sparky, on Sparky, the tasks don't generate stress. You don't get that <gasps> feeling when you open up your calendar that this is what I have to do today or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Okay? And that's in the visual display, the GUI of it is, is such that it gives you the feeling that you can achieve uh, whatever you have set out for the day and more. It doesn't put you with a defeat defeatist attitude right at the beginning, when you look at it. Uh, that's one aspect of it. The second aspect of it is um, meetups. So like you said, the social elements of the world that we are living in today. Uh, from a work and a business context, earlier, if you see calendars were used to set up meetings, team meetings by and large, and the calendar itself was used originally at a CEO sort of a level where the office maintained we see sweet calendars, so as to speak, right? They were busy people, everyone else is free, doing nothing, more or less. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but now today, if you see um, the, the workplace design has changed uh, with alphas and Zs and millennials and COVID with that, now you're looking at a hybrid working situation. The workplace internal designs have also changed Um, they're they're, they're very different from the all stiffish organizations of the past so um, there are a lot of team meetings, internal meetings and even external meetings which are being handled in a more uh, informal way now Uh, you know, so for meetups and people are meeting for coffee a lot more than lunches or dinners
0: Mm. coffees are
2: what I personally as well as I mean, officially as well as unofficially in your personal life also you're spending more time uh, catching up with your friends and buddies or whatever it is over copies. Business meetings are also being done over copies. Um, you're setting up time for shopping for uh, social impact, doing impact activities. That's become a regular part of your life. There are sports, uh, health, and fitness have become very important, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And for all these things, you are essentially still using WhatsApp or making phone calls to set it up, and you don't use a calendar invite. Because for a lot of these things, you don't use calendars. People just, when you look at it, the calendar usage is actually very negligible. It's used in a very limited context, in a very limited purpose. All right. Um, so if you look at it, all these things are being done over phone calls and text messages and all. So now what, what we really needed, what I really needed was a calendar which I can use, which helps me do all these things very easy. And it shouldn't be so complicated that you shouldn't need to be an engineer to work this. I mean, it needn't be like a NASA sort of a dashboard, you know, a spatial dashboard for you to work. It should be something simple, intuitive, which any person with or without a background or knowledge should be able to use it and it should be fun. So what it does, is it makes it very easy to set out invites to anyone, to a group or to individual to set up these um, meetups very easily. And you do a simple thumbs up, thumbs down. It goes to your calendar. and um, It takes into the fact that today our meetings or meetups or appointments or engagements are being done in real world as well as virtually. A lot of things are being. we're doing coffee meetings virtually. like um, uh, We're also doing shopping virtually, right? Yeah. Digital yeah. shopping, etc. So we can put in those video links, Zoom links and all those sort of things. And it was really fun. So a lot of people have um, said they would love to use it for their coffee meetups, for their uh, doctor's appointments, for their uh, fun trips, for shopping, um, for a lot of things. And it's very convenient. It's on your mobile. You don't need to lug your laptop and desktops around. Wherever you are, you can just send it out, set it up, and you're good to go. So, it's a nice. mobile way. It's a, it has a mobile, it, it takes into consideration our mobile lifestyles or um, the lives that we are leading today. And what it is doing is it's inducing people to embrace digital in a very intuitive, easy way. You make calendar a regular part of their life in a very friendly manner. And when you start doing that, obviously, the implicit thing in that is um, that um, your productivity it, will go up, your efficiency will go up. Um, because it's so fun, you want to start meeting people, going out, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, doing more things, and that on an overall basis. And this we are working on establishing because we need a lot of data. I mean, we need to run for a few, but we believe that the happiness index score of a country can actually go up with a certain usage proportion of the population using Sparky. And today, more than the more than all other indices and all other indicators, at least in Europe, the, the progress and the future, uh, future, you could say, um, direction of the economy or a country is more, uh, is, is, is driven more by the happiness index rankings and scores than by parameters of the past. Because you can actually talk about trends, you can talk. You can actually get a good sense of how the population is going to move, how migration is going to happen. Um, there are some trends which could be forecast, looking at happiness index scores of of a country.
1: Wow! Like um, you know, I'm very excited to to try it now because. Uh... I would be frank with you, and now I'm not facing it much because when when I decided to leave also the corporate world and go full-fledged in in my own, uh, I would say, entrepreneurial uh, journey, it's like I tried to control that much, but still, um, I think one of the aspects in the traditional calendar that no one likes is, uh, you know, like, you feel like you are uh, forced to do the task, as you were saying, right? So it's it's like it's like if someone gives you an instruction to do and us people, you know, we don't like to be instructed, right? We, we like freedom. And it yes. looks like to me now, what you are explaining is you do the things that your own, I mean, of course, you do it in the time that you are supposed to do it, but yeah. the applications gives you the feeling that um, you are doing it in a more fun way. And it's very interesting, Asha, to, to hear this because I want to hear your opinion on, on this, actually. Of course. Um, do you think, and maybe it's related somehow, but do you think in, in the corporate, because, and, and in general in our lives, not in the corporate, we are overwhelmed from technology perspective because, for example, I remember I need to use you know, the email, I need to use Slack, I need to use yeah. um, WhatsApp, and also yeah. the same purpose of business. Like, yeah. do you think that Sparky or maybe if you add something to Sparky, can be, this was one of my main issues. I need to be on five channels on the same time, right? So yes. uh, what's your take on this? Uh,
2: my, my take is that yes, we need simplification. We need to simplify things. Uh, I think we, we reached a, reach a stage, sort of, um, we have sort of got you know, sometimes you get carried away with progress and the momentum just sort of takes you through and through and through. And we have reached a stage where we have made things a little too complicated for ourselves. And I think if we simplify things a little bit um, in in terms of what we do or how we go about things, it will leave us, it will result in giving us more time to do more things that are gonna bring us a lot of um, uh, joy as well as probably increase our, um, our personal well-being, our financial well-being, etc., etc. So what's happening is, on the one hand, technology has, has sort of evolved in such a way. Uh, it was trying to simplify things, but it just ended up being overly complicated. That's why you are NASA-looking dashboards for uh, a lot of technology products. I mean, it's just so super complicated. Um, and what happens is in doing that, you end up losing a lot of time. So if we simplify some of the things that we are doing in our lives in our day-to-day working or life or um, way of looking at things, if we simplify some of those things and don't overthink it, we'll find we have a lot more time on our hands and that time we can use to do other things.
1: Yeah, I think the key word here is do not overcomplicate things or do not overthink. Because I always hear people and, I'm, I'm, you know, I've never been like this because I, you know, it's like maybe something in my, um, you know, in my personality, personality. So, but when I hear from people, you know, oh, we need to set up time to clean our emails. Oh, we need to set up some time even to clean their calendars because they figure out, and I don't know why, that they have a lot of overlapping meetings, you know, inside their calendars. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's like really challenging. Now, as uh, i are shifting a little bit GFC, but still into the innovation part, and you know, let's talk a little bit strategy. So what are some of the strategies that you have employed to grow Sparky, especially you know, because you had to navigate like some complex you know, financial products and cross-border mergers and acquisitions. So can you a little bit uh, walk us through this? Yeah, sure,
2: sure. Uh, and, and I think we, 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 uh, the answer lies The key word to be used is, in fact, in in, you have said it yourself. It's it's so complex that when we try to do things simply, um, we get better solutions. So the uh, so what we've so what we've done with uh, Sparky is essentially we've taken a very simple route. Um, We've done the um, what we've done is we have conducted a lot of polls and user persona studies across Europe and US. And um, with that, what we have been able to do is drill down uh, the the geographies, um, the countries, uh, the people, the kind of people who are going to adopt spark, uh, who are likely to take to it, like like you could say, fish to water, so as to speak. Um, and what we are also trying to also uh, in in parallel do is see where we can create more positive impact. Uh, so we've taken a lot of factors based on which what we're doing is we have identified that people with a, we have, uh, people with a creative frame of mind a um, are going to love Sparky. They love Sparky. So we are following the music trail, which means we have identified places like Nashville, like Peru, uh, Brazil, and so on and so forth. Where you have music loving, dance loving communities and people who who have this built into their DNA, right? So that's that's one um, audience we are targeting. Or we are also targeting um, uh, uh, college going undergrads, undergrads, college university students. Uh, for them, it's going to be the ca- their first calendar and the calendar they grow up with, essentially, right? Um, so so. This is to get people into the habit of using a cool calendar and then they grow up with that. We are going to be creeping into workplaces um, as, as a alternate to whatever the official calendar is. Look, Sparky is not meant to be a disruptive product. We, I think disruption is a bad word because now people associate it. They associate disruption with creating chaos. They associate it with layoffs. And so on and so forth, and and that's what technology has shown. So there is a need now to bifurcate between technology and good technology. So we are good tech. We are not disruptive. So we'll creep into workplaces by as an alternate calendar to be used alongside buddy systems or for setting up your um, setting up. Look, it's a it's a tool which bridges a generational gap in many ways. You know, so when you're over 40, 50, or 60, and you want to talk to someone who's 22, 23, fresh out of college, mm-hmm. this is the way you set up meetings with them. Um, this is the way you, you uh, meet with them over drinks, or you want to have uncomfortable uh, uh, performance-related mm-hmm. discussions or feedback to give. This is a great way of setting up that meeting because it, 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 sort of goes, out in a, it goes out as a friendly handshake to the person. And this is a calendar they're going to, we also find tell us, professors tell us that today students don't use emails as much. So for them, um, if they want to get hold of their students' attention and discuss with them their research papers, PhD work, et cetera, et cetera, um, they would love to use Sparky to be able to do that because they feel a student is likely to carry Sparky for 99% of what they do. So this way the academics also will have their attention. For the one percent of time they need to spend uh, doing schoolwork or college um, so we're going to go across uh, countries. We're going to start with countries like Bulgaria. Um, in, in 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 Europe, it's it's great. Uh, there's a lot of energy levels there are really high. Um, we're going to hit um, obviously UK. We can't miss UK. Uh, um, the uh, Uh, East coast of US, um, Nashville, Charlotte, all traditional, um, old school, traditional, conservative US, basically. Uh, Music loving, country loving, family loving. um, uh, Roots, New York City, uh, Peru, Brazil, so on and so forth. So it's a product designed for US and Europe. And our idea is to go there. We will be looking at some strategic acquisitions mergers and acquisitions as well. But it will be more, um, it, 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 it won't be with other calendars. We'll it's, be looking at embracing or bringing into our pool um, certain, certain um, aligned, uh, uh, or you could say uh, uh, certain businesses which, where we feel there could be a lot of synergies. So for example, um, our audience, our users are going to be very interested in music. They're going to be interested in NFTs. They're going to be interested in, in um fast fashion, uh, apparel, music, concerts, um, events, so on and so forth. So we will be looking very actively at strategic uh, mergers and acquisitions.
1: Um, my takeaway, you know, main, the, my main uh, takeaway is, I liked something you mentioned um, about technology and good technology, right? Um, I think, Asha, we need more, more people who speak the same language as you. I can tell you this. Um, because, because, you know, out there now, majority of the people when they come out, of course, like, you know, I, I believe in, in, in breaking the status quo, in, in trying to find something, you know, better all the time. Um, but using the word good technology, I mean using the word good itself, you know, like, it's, it's like, give the positive impact instead of, you know, because in, especially in enterprise, maybe because we hear like uh, your, your product can be used by anyone, um, but I mean, when I'm very familiar with the enterprise world and you see like they are trying, yeah, we will knock off the competition. and um, You know, like yeah. we're going to disrupt them, you know, and people are tired from this. I'm speaking with a lot of people in tech, executives, uh, C-level, and they are tired from, you know these kinds of messaging that comes and, hey, like we're going to knock off you know, the vendor that you have because we have a better solution. I would say we need to have good solution. I mean, good, good for the business, good for the people, good for, you know, like, I love it. So this is my takeaway from, from what you mentioned, Asha. Um, now, from, from technology perspective, like, um, how do you see, you know, impact, of you know, Sparky on uh, individuals and organizations' productivity, especially the people who are in tech, or maybe people who are founders, or people who are like uh, thinking to go to the entrepreneurial uh, path. What w- could be the impact from you know, a person who's in technology or, or a founder?
2: OK, um, all right. See, a person who is in technology, per se, um, I think they will find the product too simple because they are used to using Google and Slack and other things. And a lot of people in tech, I think have got so carried away with tech that um, they have sort of lost a little bit of perspective on on, on something. So they may find it too simple to use. Okay. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, what they're going to say is, wow, this is fun. Instagram is simple to use too, isn't it? Instagram yeah. is such a simple product. TikTok, it's so simple, easy to use. So it's going to change the perspective of the way a tech person looks at technology. They're going to go, wow. And they're going to start using it. Founders love the product. Because founders say, we don't like using you know, products like Google and Outlook. They're lame. They're not from today. They were designed I and mean, we are forced to use it. They love the product. They, in fact, a lot of founders at told Life told me that they want to use it internally with their thickness. They want to use it for setting up important business meetings, not your general one. They said they're really important ones with our clients or even within the team. We want to use Sparky for that because we think it's cool and fun and it's the way a founder should communicate and set up meetings personally where your office is not involved, right? Where your EE is not setting up meetings, you're setting up the meeting directly. You want to use Sparky to set that up. It's direct communication. So founders love it. With tech people, they say, wow, the product is so simple, but it's so cool because the design is really awesome. So they say, if I'm in technology, I want to use this product rather than Google, rather than Outlook. It's very simple, but the design is so awesome it reflects the best in tech because tech typically doesn't associate itself with great design, right? They're very product oriented. So it's like getting a heavy Ford car. You, you get something, yeah. a lot of metal. It's very solid, not necessarily the best looking car. Of it. Uh, so this is well designed, looks good. So they love it. Um, but I think the best thing is that the average person can also use it. And I think yeah. it's the average person who's gonna use it who's gonna love using this product. And that's where it generates a lot of joy for the creator of the product. Uh because a lot when a lot of people can I mean that's how you create positive impact, isn't it? By getting yes. a lot of people to use the product happy. How does it improve productivity and efficiency? I'll tell you how it does. Um there's a direct and an indirect way. Um, see, one of the things it does is that, um, when, when you set up your calendar entries, typically wow. Google and Outlook and all these products, they generate, uh, they are designed to, uh, put you into a frame of conflict or stress. Yeah. The way it works is when you have your overlapping meetings, you know, they are overlapping, right? Because that's how yeah. it's all tiny, tiny, tiny things or whatever it is. So it puts you now. the way your mind works. Uh, the way it is trained, and there's a little bit of mind mapping now um, in this, is that these are all stress triggers, conflict triggers. The minute you see conflict, you go into stress. Your brain goes into stress. So you can't approach what you're doing very positively or very happy. And from a productivity perspective also, what a lot of people tend to do is they tend to take on less to avoid getting into a conflicted, stressful situation. They underplay and take on less than what they can actually achieve. So that stress potential or the test of how much you can do and what you can do and how far you can go. You don't put yourself to the test because you get too tired to even try it out, right? So how we solve for it is by the GUI is designed in such a way. There is no stress or conflict trigger at all. It's designed, it's stacked. Instead of a horizontal stacking, you have a vertical stacking. And what it does is it gives you the ability to multitask. So often, when you get onto calls, right, you find um, that the call is delayed by a couple of minutes, maybe, or it's got rescheduled, or something has happened, right? Yeah. So what this does is this enables you to tackle another task in the interim, which which maybe you had positioned to be at a later point in time. You can do it and get it done and out of the way. So it encourages you to multitask. It it rewires the way your mind is designed to look at things. Using traditional email and calendar products has trained us over a period of time to view things in a certain manner, right? So there's a little bit of unlearning and relearning in this. This Mm -hmm. forces you to look at things in a fresh way. When you look at things in a fresh manner, um, with that, your productivity and your efficiency, it does go up. Because the other thing that you look at doing is once you start actually using a calendar over a period of time, you will be able to gauge for yourself how much time you're spending in a day. Not even time, what are you doing in a day over a week, over a month? Where did your time go? When you look at it, there is a sense of self-realization that, Hey, do you know what I did? I spent the entire month doing only work-related meetings. Or I spent the entire month doing only work-related meetings. And um, I had one or two coffee hangouts with my pals. That's about it. And then when you look at these, we created certain calendar categories, which I believe are necessary for having a, a you know, when, when you talk of success traits, et cetera, um, whether you look at all uh, the presidents, you look at CEOs, you look at whoever. Uh, all of them are always busy doing a lot of things. You never see them doing only one thing or talking about one thing. They're doing their work. They're having vacations. They're going to socials, they're meeting, um, they're studying, they're reading, they're talking, etc., etc. right? So part of success is being able to do many things, different things. And that's the other thing you'll see when you see you haven't done a single sporting thing, you haven't gone to the gym, you haven't gone to any concert. You haven't attended any event. You didn't manage your money. You didn't set out trying for financial management. Mm. Right? You didn't do anything. You only spent it on work and two coffee meetings, maybe. So there's a sense of self-realization which will come in. But there's so many other things. Why can't I try doing something else?
1: That's amazing, Asha. And you know, like you touched base on very important think like back sometimes we, you, we think that if we use the calendar, I mean, the traditional calendar we will be more, more productive, but we end up like being less productive. Now, yeah. um, I'm sure like you have this ambition, I mean, to, to, to get this adopted as much as possible, right? Yeah.
0: Um,
1: do you think one day, you know, your product would be able to let us get rid of the calendar? On the long term,
2: will we be able right. to get rid of the calendar? No, we are uh, 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 compete calendars altogether.
1: I mean, like something like Google Calendar or, you know, like a product like this.
2: We are actually hoping. I, I, I mean, look, um, okay, there is a likely scenario where Google Maps and all these other people may, with our permission, um, actually use use our design. Hmm. So we may either eliminate it altogether, we may eliminate a Google calendar altogether, or they may adopt the design we are using with our permission uh, to, to change things around, quite honestly. Um, so that, the likelihood of that happening is quite real and quite high. Um, because the way we are going about this product, also, and this is a common feedback we have got, people view this, and these are polls we have conducted across Europe, across, and we've used first-hand method. We've used uh, digital challenge uh, uh, channels, third-party research, independent research agencies, poll agencies, behavioral agencies, etc. We have tried various methods. Everyone sees this as a iconic pop culture product. They are not viewing this in terms of calendar. They are not viewing this in terms mm. of a workspace product. The design is such it compels you to think of pop culture iconic. And that's, that's, and that's why the branding and marketing um, aspect of its strategy, when you ask how are we gonna infiltrate lives and how are we gonna infiltrate countries and strategies and not? This is a key secret sauce of the strategy. Um, that we're working on and and i I really can't get into too many details at this point, but sure. tell me, when was the last time let me ask you a question when was the last time or what is the last product that you can think of which you can associate with pop culture iconic?
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> that's just like some long time
2: <laughs> it's been a long time, right?
1: Yeah. So 100%. we
2: said "Why? So th- that's the thing. The world is ready for it, and and that's what even people feel. That where is it? When was the last time we experienced this? So we want to involve as many people as possible, so that this becomes a memorable product which all people like to use. It gives people a lot of joy, um, and uh, and obviously they get good use out of it. Of course they benefit from it. That's the most important thing. Um, so that's where we're going with it.
1: That's, um, uh, you know, amazing actually. Now one, one question, you know, that, you know, popped in my head now, um, because one of this experience, right. So do you think you are doing any, uh, I would say, do you, do you think like the product is, is, can be also kind of a contributor for a better Mental health and overall well-being.
2: Uh, yes, it can, and I can say this with a great degree of certainty. Um, there, are no, I mean, without a doubt, it will contribute very positively to positive wellness, uh, stress reduction. Um, it will. It's. Uh, it's also environmental friendly. It's a vegan, environmentally friendly product. Um, we. We are. Uh, directly contributing to reduction of carbon emissions. Um, we are directly contributing to a person's uh, productivity, efficiency, happiness, balance of life, and also reducing stress. It does reduce stress, um, and, and that's the feedback we've got from people. Uh, the GOI, the design of it is such that it is definitely stress without uh, reducing. So Mm -hmm. it will contribute when you compare it to the other kind of products, like Google or outlook, and you look at this, uh, it will definitely result in um, positive wellness for the user.
1: That's great. Asha, I noticed something when, you know, during our discussion, and I think you nailed it because you always repeated something. uh, And I noticed that, that you always talk to your users. You always took feedback. How important is that?
2: Um, I think it's very important um, because one is developing a product, but two is making sure, I mean, not making sure, but uh, the way to validate it is to make sure that the users adopt it, they like it. Otherwise it's a product you are made for yourself, right? Um so i
1: <laughs> the two thumbs so... up. I will tell you why later.
2: <laughs> oh okay i I would love to hear that so that that's the reason why uh, uh, why i I always in fact that's how we have developed three versions of the product. We have actually um added features, changed features, tweaked things around based on feedback, and also it it gives you uh, certainty on what you're doing so you don't need to guess. Um, you don't need to, so your probability of success goes up uh, because there's a fair bit of certainty with what you're doing and how you're going about things. So I think for me, users' feedback and their perspective, etc., is important, um, and and uh, that's why I continually keep referring to that.
1: Yeah, the reason I did the two thumbs up for you is. Um, we discuss on the show, of course, in addition to technology, you know, mainly innovation, as we discuss, and startups. And we try to give hints to, to be startup founders, or for even people who are now, they, they have an idea, maybe they started to build. And majority of the time, all the guests, and you know, I, I always, like I'm a startup enthusiast, I would call myself, where I like to study why startups succeed and why some startups, they fail. And majority of the time we see is that they, they didn't talk to their customers. They had idea in their mind and they thought that it's awesome, right? And then yep. when they built it and they tried to market it, first they yep. paid a lot, of, first they pay a lot of money, even on an MVP, minimum viable product. And then yep. they pay tons of money on trying to, to do the advertisement, like marketing yep. activities and so on. And then still they fail and yep. I believe one of the main reasons is they don't listen to customers. So I, I really, you know, I like your, your way and how close you are to your users. and this applies for any startup. Actually, even if you are a mature company, you need to still listen to your customers. It's not like you I listen during building phase, and then I will leave them alone. you You need to keep you need to keep listening to your customers. Uh, yep. yeah, so it's, it's amazing. Now, one one question uh, actually like how people can get involved with Sparky like as users or collaborators, how they can stay updated with your latest uh, uh, upcomings
2: uh, well uh, in multiple ways so one is as users of course um, the other way is yes we are looking at collaborations um, we have a, there is a business to direct to business element in it as well so we are very happy to collaborate with Great products or great organizations, which can um, where where uh, uh, who have I mean. So, for example, if, if uh, we want to bring as much joy to our users as possible, right? And what we want to do is, uh, you want to tie up with companies which we think fit into Sparkyverse products, which we know our users would love to use, or events which are happening which we know our users would want to attend or would want to be informed of. See, look, um, so we are looking actively at collaborations um, and and, uh, these are the kind of collaborations uh, we want. We are also, of course, looking to tie up with a lot of communities who we feel will benefit by using the product. So we're looking at community tie-ups, we're looking at product collaborations or collaborations with companies uh, or events which we think more people should be aware of because it will be to their benefit and our users would like to know that. And obviously you want users using your product. Um, So we're looking at all of those very actively, but very, very selectively. It's not a random Mm. thing because we have done um, um, a lot of research and we know pretty much what our users, what Sparky users would want to really be informed on. So we don't want to just uh, bombard them with a lot of jump. Look um, in fact, someone the other day was just telling me that there are so many events in London, music concerts and, you know, theatre and dramas and things which happen. Mm-hmm. Yet, uh, most of the people are able to go only to a few of them. Whereas in smaller towns, you're able to attend and take in a lot more of things to do whether sporting activities or anything. And I think one of the reasons for that is that it's a problem of choice. There are so many things going on at the same time. So many sales, so many products, so many concerts, so many NFT drops, announcements, et cetera, et cetera. That it takes a lot of time just to go through everything and then to decide what you want to do, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like going to a restaurant and going through a 10-page menu card. It's going to take you 10 minutes just to go through the whole thing and then to figure out what you want. So as part yeah. of our simplification, uh, our philosophy of simplification, what we are doing is we, are, we don't want to just put everything that's out there, out there in app. So all the collaborations, all the whatever it is, um, uh, 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 stuff that you put out or that is associated with the product is designed to be to the point, direct, relevant, useful, and very centered. So, we are not going to be putting, doing a hundred or, you know, we are not looking yeah. at doing thousands of collaborations for the sake of it. Yeah. So, we, yeah. we want to leave you with more time to do more things rather than spending all that time in just figuring out what you want to do.
1: Nice, nice. So, when we can expect you to, to, to be like, uh, you know, you said like you're going to start in, with Bulgaria and, you know, but when, when we can start to see it like into more, uh, I mean, uh, everywhere? Uh,
2: um, well, we're rolling it out, country, but, you know, there's a great marketing um, uh, 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 strategy which you're putting into place to implement. Uh, on the App Store, there is a pre-official launch version. So uh-huh. you can download it and start using it. Um, nice. We are going to start rolling it out from um, end of this month. So from August end, we're going to start rolling it out community by community, country by country. Nice. Um, and it's, it's such a product that it has a, a spark. what I call a spark factor. Spark fee has a spark factor, for every one person who downloads it, uh, there are going to be eight to 10 people who will also download the product. And therefore, mm. this is a product which is usage, real usage, can increase very exponentially in a very short time frame. Um, and that's what is going to happen. And we're looking at real users. We are not looking at buying users. We are not looking at paying users. We are not looking at any of those traditional tech tricks. We are. That's why I keep going back to you feedback user, this thing. We want real solid people using it and getting good use out of it. So we're going to spread like wildfire. You should be one of the first people. In fact, you should download the product because we want you to be among the first hundred or first thousand. I mean, there are already about 500 people who are using it on a test basis. Uh, mm-hmm. But please do download the product. Uh, it's only on the I app will. store right now. It's only on the app store. Uh, we'll get it out on play store also shortly. Uh, nice. It's going to catch on like wildfire.
1: Nice. I'm very excited. Actually, I have to confess, um, I sit a lot with, with people who develop products, uh, but rarely, Asha, really, Asha, like, I see someone like yourself not, it, it looks like you, you build it because you have a mission behind you, you have a vision behind you, you have not only matter of the jargons that we use sometimes, product market fit and all these things. Of course, you have that. But I mean, there is a, this aspect that it's, it's sparking, actually, I would say. It's, it's like igniting people to, to, to yes, download the app. And of course, I will download it and I will try it myself and I will give my feedback. Now, as we are coming to end, I have a very famous final question. Is there anything you wish I asked you and how you would answer it?
2: Is there anything I wish you had asked me and how I would have answered it? Um, well, I wish you had asked me, which is my favorite country? Oh, okay, I've visited. Ahead. <laughs>
1: yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
2: I would simply say I loved visiting Bulgaria, quite honestly. It, ah, really it, nice. It, it took me by surprise. I mean, they have beautiful mountains and lakes, and there is so much activity and life in that place. The energy levels there are so high. It's, it took me by surprise. I honestly, when I went in there, I did not expect to see what I saw. And I spent a wonderful week there. And uh, that's been one of the most awesome countries I've visited so far. Um, in the, over the last two years, I've tried to do a favor of travel, but that's, it's like a hidden gem. And it's not wow. cheap, by the way, it's not cheap at all. They say it's an inexpensive place to visit. It's not, it's not an expensive, but it's an awesome place.
1: Nice, 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 nice. By the way, I like these kinds of uh, questions and answers. I would say the other day I had Kevin with me and Kevin, he. know because usually the the guests you know i i love to do this kind of funny question at the end so it will be more like um you know make the the episode fun and usually you know the people they they keep asking you know and please keep doing it but you know like they they ask something that personal and i don't ask personal questions usually so the other day kevin he asked whoa and he was like showing like, angry, you didn't ask me which team in Formula One I like. I said, oh my God, like I thought you're going to, I thought like I missed something. And you did now the same thing. I didn't ask which uh, country as your preferred country where you visited. So uh, Asha, I really enjoyed this conversation. It's like full of insights. I can't wait until I put my hands on your application. I want to try it. To try it as soon as we finish this recording now, I would say thank you very much for the time. Uh, by the way, I will uh, I have the link, so I'm gonna put that in the episode description so people can go check it out and uh, you know keep following uh, you know, your progress with, with Sparky. Thank you very much, Rasha again. and as usual, and this is something I repeat always, guys. If you have any feedback about this episode or the show in general, don't hesitate to reach out to me directly. You can find me in all the links you can see up, up there. And uh, you can reach out to me by email also as well. If you are interested to be a guest, you have an idea, you have a great product, maybe same as what Asha, she talked about us today, please don't hesitate. This is a space open for everyone. Um, great minds, I would say great ideas, of course. It's a CTO show, but also if you have also an inspiring story, you think like founders and tech executives and tech people can benefit of it, let's discuss it. We are having a blend of topics on the show now. Um, And hope you enjoyed and we'll meet again in the next episode. Thank you very much and
0: see you soon.
2: Thank you. Bye-bye
0: hit that subscribe button share the show with your tech savvy friends and fellow entrepreneurs and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app your support means the world to us